This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The Nashville Bomber and the mystery of the song Downtown. Then, did she jump the line? The young woman bragging about getting the COVID-19 vaccine before anybody else. How she did it. And burst of death, Dr. Jha's warning about the weeks ahead. Plus, President Trump going after the fashion magazines for never putting Melania on the cover. Then, yes, I am a white girl. Alec Baldwin's wife. Has she been faking a foreign accent for all these years? Her real background revealed. I'm born in Boston. Then, the hit of the pandemic, the Wonder Woman's blockbuster debut. So how did Wonder Woman celebrate? Plus, he played the violin for the hero nurses and doctors who saved his life. Now, home sweet home. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi in today for Deborah. Police say they are looking at all possible motives in that Christmas morning blast during which a Nashville man blew himself up in a recreational vehicle. In a bizarre twist, he was playing the classic song Downtown when the explosives detonated. But was there a secret message in his song selection? Megan Alexander is in Nashville with the latest. What was his motive? That's what the nation wants to know, and this 60s pop classic may provide a clue. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, it's pop icon Petula Clark singing Downtown. The song is a wistful message for lonely people who can downtown. find companionship in the bright lights of downtown. Authorities say the Nashville bomber, 63-year-old Anthony Warner, may have been obsessed with conspiracy theories about 5G phone technology, which could explain why the bomb was detonated outside the AT&T building, disrupting cell service in five states. Like other major communication companies, AT&T uses 5G, the latest super-fast cell phone technology. But some conspiracy theorists fear 5G can be used to spy on Americans. Others even believe the coronavirus coronavirus is being spread by 5G waves. Authorities say an anti-5G extremist set fire to a 5G tower in the Netherlands. There's literally zero science to it at all. There is no possible way that just radio frequency wireless technology can in any way spread a virus. Warner reportedly told one friend he had cancer and the bombing may have been his crazy way of tying up loose ends. Before he blew himself up, 
he turned his modest $160,000 house over to an L.A. woman named Michelle Swing. According to one report, Warner once dated Michelle Swing's mother. Swing reportedly told investigators she has never met Warner. She is quoted as saying, this is all very weird to me. In a bizarre letter to her, Warner is reported to have written he intended to travel on Christmas Eve to spend a few weeks in the woods with his dogs. Warner's mother refused to talk to reporters. A message seen in this DailyMail.com photo was posted on her front door. This is private property. Leave or I'll call police. Meanwhile, Warner may have taken the mystery of downtown to his grave. Police say if it's proven the suspect blew himself up to advance any political or social beliefs, it will be labeled an act of domestic terrorism. It's expected tens of millions of Americans traveled this Christmas despite warnings from the CDC to stay home. Now health experts predict if social distancing was ignored, we could see a burst of deaths in less than two months. The post-Christmas COVID-19 surge is expected to hit as early as next week due to millions of Americans ignoring pleas to stay home over the holiday. I spoke with Dr. Ashish Jha, Dean of Brown University School of Public Health. About a week into the new year, around January 5th, 7th, we're going to start seeing an increase in, in infections again. Hospitals are preparing for a spike in new cases in mid-January, a surge in hospitalizations by late January, and grimmest of all, a spike in deaths by mid-February. Despite the dire situation, many are still defying restrictions. Here's Lisa Guerrero. This is La Scala, a popular restaurant in Beverly Hills, just a couple of blocks away from Rodeo Drive. Management here is coming under fire for trying to secretly organize a New Year's Eve party indoors in defiance of regulations. The invitations were discreetly slipped into the to-go orders of favored customers. The invitation reads, welcome back to the 20s, prohibition, speakeasy, New Year's Eve dinner. Please keep this discreet but tell all your friends. The pace of life-saving vaccinations is far slower than hoped. Just 2 million people have gotten the shots so far, far short of the 20 million expected by the end of the year. Why is it moving so slow? What we needed is more federal leadership to have a very clear, detailed plan of what would happen uh, after the vaccines hit the states, and, and those are not fully developed, and states are trying to sort this out all on their own. There are growing reports of people cutting in line before their turn. A 33-year-old woman who works at Disneyland bragged on Facebook about being vaccinated. I didn't think I would be getting the COVID-19 vaccine today, but here we are. I'm so very happy. So how'd she manage to get it? She wrote that her husband's aunt is a big deal at Redlands Community Hospital. The hospital confirms the woman was given the shot, but says it was only because the vaccine was about to expire after all the doctors, nurses, and the entire medical staff had already been vaccinated. Meanwhile, the rest of the nation waits with fingers crossed. And after holding things up for a week, President Trump has finally signed the COVID relief package, despite calling it a disgrace. And there's something else that's bothering the president. The fact that the first lady has not graced the cover of a single fashion magazine since moving to the White House. President Trump is expressing frustration over the fact that First Lady Melania has not been featured on the cover of any major fashion magazine during his time in office. 
That's a stark comparison to the more than 12 covers Michelle Obama graced while first lady. Trump retweeted this report from Breitbart News that claimed the fashion press has kept the most elegant first lady in American history off the covers of their magazines for four consecutive years. This despite Melania's history as a fashion model. Meanwhile, Trump was back on the golf course today after begrudgingly signing the $900 billion COVID relief bill. He signed it in private with no cameras, no fanfare. After a barrage of bipartisan criticism over the weekend, as the president played golf while so many Americans longed for relief. A day he spent on the golf course while millions of Americans are desperately waiting for help. Is that insensitive? Is that tone deaf? I think so. Now the pro-Trump New York Post, which endorsed him for re-election, is saying enough is enough. It's time to concede the election. Mr. President, stop the insanity, reads today's front page. You're cheering for an undemocratic coup. You had every right to investigate the election, but let's be clear, those efforts have found nothing. Joe Biden's inauguration is set for January 20th. President Trump has refused to say whether or not he will attend. She's out of there. Actress Lori Loughlin was released from prison today, two days shy of completing a two-month sentence for her involvement in the college admissions scandal. Yes, the former queen of Hallmark Christmas movies spent the holiday behind bars. Lori Loughlin is a free woman. A private plane carrying the Full House actress brought her home to Los Angeles from the federal prison in Dublin, California. Breaking news from California. Actress Lori Loughlin out of prison now. Loughlin's private jet landed at Van Nuys Airport at 6.58 a.m. It pulled into a hangar where a white BMW and private security whisked her out of a VIP exit and transported her home. Lachlan was released from prison before dawn Monday. She served just short of two months for her role in the college admissions scandal. I did hear that it was challenging for her. Prison consultant Jennifer Myers has been monitoring Lachlan's time behind bars. It's a really hard time right now with COVID going on inside prison during the holidays, not being able to see your family, sometimes not even being able to do phone calls or speak to your family. It's a very challenging time. Three weeks ago, Lachlan's daughter, Olivia Jade, apologized for her role in the scandal on Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table talk show. A huge part of having privilege is not knowing you have privilege. Right. And so when it was happening, it didn't feel wrong. It didn't feel like that's not fair. A lot of people don't have that. Lachlan and her husband, fashion designer Massimo Giannulli, paid $500,000 to get their daughters into USC and faked shots of them on the rowing team. People Magazine reports Lachlan had a tearful reunion with her daughters. She seems beyond relieved that she can put her prison sentence behind her. It's the most stressful thing she has ever dealt with. She plans on spending New Year's with Olivia and Bella. Lachlan's husband not scheduled to be released till April 17th. Together, they paid fines totaling $400,000. And Lachlan still has to complete 150 hours of community service. Alec Baldwin and his wife are speaking out after she was accused of faking having a European background and accent. No, she wasn't really born Hilaria in Spain. She was actually born Hillary in Boston. Still, she says she did nothing wrong. 
Ilaria Baldwin says she's quitting social media after facing major embarrassment over accusations of having faked her Spanish accent and heritage for years and years. Married life is really nice. There's been some questions about where I'm born. I'm born in Boston. And then I spent some of my childhood in Boston, some of my childhood in Spain. But her biography on her agency's website states Baldwin was born in Mallorca, Spain. In this video, during a cooking segment, she can't remember the English word for cucumber. We have, um, Cucumber? Cucumbers. If I've been speaking a lot of Spanish, I, you know, tend to mix them. And if I'm speaking more English, I, you know, doing a lot of English, then I mix that. Her birth name isn't even Ilaria. It's all American, Hillary. I'm Ilaria. She had an explanation for that. In this country, I would use the name Hillary, and in Spain, I would use the name Ilaria. Alec Baldwin has even imitated her accent, as in this appearance on David Letterman's show in 2013. She's like, really? Okay, I can't wait to see you. That's going to be great. Fantastic. What time? 12 o'clock? My wife is from Spain. Mm -hmm. Baldwin is now defending his wife's integrity. There's things that have been say, said lately about people that I love, that I care about deeply, which are ridiculous. I mean, just ridiculous. The Baldwins have been married for eight years. It was one of the most touching stories we brought you during the pandemic. A patient playing the Tennessee waltz to thank his doctors and nurses. But we're happy to report he is back home now, this time playing his trusted violin for our Les Trent. <laughs> Oh, it feels good to be home. Grover Wilhelmson is playing the Tennessee Waltz on his violin just weeks after being released from the hospital where he battled COVID-19. This is how the nation first got to know the retired orchestra teacher, a viral sensation for playing his violin while intubated in the ICU. It was his way of saying thank you to the medical staff at McKay D Hospital who worked so hard to save his life. ICU staffers gathered outside his room, moved by his beautiful gesture of gratitude. After a grueling 56 days in the hospital, Grover was finally well enough to go home. Thank you so much. And here he is today, home at last outside Salt Lake City. Sir, how are you feeling today? I feel absolutely wonderful. Absolutely yeah. wonderful. Of course, I had to ask him to play his violin. So why the Tennessee Waltz? The Tennessee Waltz was one that just kind of came to my mind. It's a fun one. It's a favorite of mine to play. Beautiful. So glad he's home. We'll be back with more Inside Edition after this. Next, The Rescues. Craziness. The year we'd like to forget, but you'll never forget these amazing moments. The year 2020. Greatest moments caught on tape. Oh my God, then, the hit of the pandemic, the Wonder Woman's blockbuster debut. So, how did Wonder Woman celebrate? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. 
how one volleyball shot changed her life forever. Right off the side of the head. I will never be the same person that I was. Next Inside Edition, the star volleyball player with a brilliant future, her warning for other young athletes. Then, the most inspirational stories of 2020, how the year we'd like to forget made heroes out of so many of us. Watch the next Inside Edition. 2020 has been called the year to forget, but there are some caught on tape moments from the past year that will stay with us for a long time. It's a battle to save a woman from a watery grave. Please, please hurry up. I'm so, so scared right now. Her minivan is sinking. Oh my God, I'm going to drown, ain't I? The window is the only way to get her out. Shut up, please. Do it. Please. Turn away, turn away. Thanks to these heroes, the driver suffered only minor injuries. Calamity can happen without warning. Watch as a tree collapses as a wedding party poses for pictures. They were just running for their life, man. And in Florida, it's a heart-pounding home invasion. A mom opens the bedroom door and is met with a barrage of gunfire. I said, don't shoot me, my son is in here. Don't shoot me, my son is in here. They shot at me about six, seven times. That's when she grabbed her handgun and fired back. Mom, Ashley Pacheco, is a model with a large social media presence. They could have killed me. They could have killed my son. And this was one crazy case of road rage. A motorist zips down a Florida highway shooting through his windshield. Shards of glass fly as his passenger freaks out. Now look, a Jeep comes crashing down a mountain pass right in the path of an oncoming vehicle. The terrifying moment was caught on dash cam in Telluride, Colorado. That's when the Jeep started slipping away. The woman and her puppy were thrown from the vehicle as it slid down the mountain and she suffered serious spinal injuries. Her pooch couldn't be found, but miraculously, they all survived and were reunited. And boom, a Mercedes SUV hits a car, then crashes right into a hospital emergency room in Atlanta. Underneath those crushed doors, 29-year-old Kai Bailey. When I opened my eyes, my first instinct was kind of like, okay, I'm alive, so let's try to get up. Hospital staff spring into action to lift the doors and rescue her. She broke both her hips and her pelvis. Holy smokes! 2020 had plenty of wild, oh close God. encounters. I'm walling wild raccoons. This guy <laughs> is feeding ostriches out of his car window. <laughs> I think you're being a little aggressive right now. <laughs> Damn, come on! And lastly, these kids take off sprinting when they spot their dad. It's been 103 days since they last saw him. He's a paramedic in New York City fighting COVID-19 on the front lines. A moment worth remembering from 2020. And we love moments like that. And up next, while you'll be seeing much more of Wonder Woman. The new Wonder Woman movie was so popular, there are now plans for part three. Get used to it. Wonder Woman 1984 had a wonderful opening weekend, playing simultaneously in theaters and on the streaming device HBO Max. The sequel broke all pandemic box office records, raking in $17 million nationwide. And that's with 65% of movie theaters still closed. Worldwide, it grossed $85 million. The fact that it was also streaming at home when people had that option, it still did so well, shows that people still want to go see 
especially superhero movies, on the big screen. So what did Wonder Woman herself, Gal Gadot, do to celebrate? She shared an Instagram video indulging in chocolate cake. <laughs> but she's going to have to stay in top Wonder Woman shape because, no surprise, it's just been announced there'll be a Wonder Woman 3. The fact that they made that announcement already just shows how hopeful they are and how this is a franchise that is just beloved by so many people. Looking forward to it. Up next, a new way to clear your driveway. We hesitate recommending clearing snow like this. Do not try this at home. This guy used a flamethrower to melt the snow in his driveway in Kentucky. Does the white bathrobe and hat look familiar? Yep, he's dressed as Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And that's how you clear a driveway. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcast.